Welcome to Adjust Your Life, an integrative health podcast about you and your overall wellness with Dr. Tim Dooley and Dr. Patrick O'Brien. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Adjust Your Life podcast. Today, I'm joined, as always, with my partner, What's business crack? partner, What's up, Dr. Tim Dooley. How you doing? Good, good to hear you. Good to hear your voice. I haven't seen you all day. <laughs> Today's been a busy day. Yeah. Um, our topic today, I we felt was appropriate because it seems to be a hot topic, is just wellness in general. But we're going to give you guys some wellness tips uh, just to live a, just generally a healthier lifestyle. Um, so insurance, we're gonna, insurance doesn't cover wellness. In, that's just so right. You know. And we're, this is, this is going to help you stay out of doctor's offices, right? Mm-hmm. By getting you, you know, back on the right track or if you're having some trouble or maybe even don't know where to start. Um, so we're going to, we're each kind of just drew up a list, go over some things that we think would be beneficial. And I, I will be honest, all the ones I have right down here in front of me are stuff that I do every day personally. Full disclosure. So, let's hear it. I don't have a list. You don't have a list. No. Well, you're, you're better at just improv than me. So I need the list here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just pulling it out of my uh, back pocket here. <laughs> All right, so who wants to start? You want to start? I want to start? You know what? Why don't you start since you have the beautiful voice? Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Now I just want to hear my voice more. Mm-hmm. Um, what I The first one I have down here is um, I, I just try to get a back to bed or get to bed at the same time each day. You know, it's one thing to get appropriate sleep, but I try to make sure I'm in bed relatively around the same time. And for me, it's, you know, seven hours ish for me works. You know, there's different numbers for each individual person, but I don't try to fluctuate that. I'm not four hours one night, nine hours the next night. How the heck do you get to bed at the same time every night? I I try. Now for me, it's probably 1145 midnight and I'm up at seven. Like that's me personally. So I get, I get seven hours, but that's what works for me. But it's just a matter of consistency versus if I get the same amount of sleep, but I go to bed at two and I sleep longer, I just still don't feel the same. So for consistency for sleep is more important than necessarily how much sleep you get. And for the record, if you sleep four hours one night and think the next night I'm going to sleep an extra four hours is going to make up for it, that's not how sleep works at all uh, for a fact. So it's just consistency is important for me. Well, I don't know. I go to bed at all different times, I guess. I need to make a change. Um I do definitely do like the three hour one night and the seven hour the next, but I think I think you're on to something there because you don't, you know, uh, catch up. That's definitely not healthy. I can definitely tell that I feel. And obviously, it affects your immune system and mm-hmm. energy and. It's just mood. tough. We, it's we tough. have all these kids and all these things to do and all the sports and all the homework and all the yada yada yada. You got a dog. You got a puppy. You got all these things. It's like hard to do that, and you know, and. Uh, and I, again, I try. I'm not perfect. It's not like I'm getting to sleep at that time every single time. I try to get into that position here. So, yeah. Um, I think right, that's what, a good which one. one you got. I think my biggest one for me um, with noticing, like, with those uh, fitness trackers and those Apple Watches, like, noticing the movement, like, how long, how much I am moving um, as far as, like, steps are concerned. Um, I think we get into it with friends and stuff on those step trackers. How are you getting so many steps? How yep. are you? I'm like, how are you not getting steps? Like, that's all I do is move all and you day. You are not. You and I, I mean, you're definitely my biggest competitor so when it comes to that. When we share like, our a wellness tip would be don't stop moving. Like Correct. always, I'm always on the go, always getting things accomplished, always, you know, moving in some fashion, whether I'm walking, whether I'm running, whether I'm jogging, whether I'm just cleaning up around the house, I'm always moving. And I, you know I don't want to give a step number per se, but 
I don't think there's any reason why someone I have 45 or an under should be anything less than 12,000 steps a day. Like you should be moving that many. So if you're Agreed. not and you're constantly going 4,000 steps throughout a day, that's a problem. That's you're without not burning question. enough I calories mean, 4, in general. Simple. Yeah. yeah. Now my, our job, we're pretty active, right? right? But definitely difference there, but not, not when I get home I, I, and I've told you this, even during the weekends, mm -hmm. I probably take more steps during the weekend than I do when I'm I do. seeing 50 people here. So yeah. it's just, it's again, I have to be moving active yeah. things like this, like you stated, and I'm the exact same way, 100%. Yeah. Never stop moving. It is not uncommon for me on a weekend to be well over 20,000 steps. I, not uncommon. I can vouch and for it's that. Not, I see it. We're not putting the, the, the watch on the dog. We're not putting the watch on the <laughs> uh, on a, a lizard or whatever the hell we're doing. It's on my wrist, and I'm just moving. No, my, my wife wonders how I do it. And she says, you just never sit down. You're just always, and I'm not pacing. It's just, I try to find something for myself to keep me busy. Right. Keep There's things right. to do, right? There's and some of do. it may be some of the anxiety or nerves that I have, but yeah. still at the same point, I think it's, it definitely helps me solve that issue too. Yep. Like yep. I don't like sitting down and staring at the wall. So there you go. That's, there's two tips. I think that both of those are very good. And I think, okay, let's, we'll go into the next one for me because this gets into how much you move. And I have what is, uh, I wrote down as heart rate, getting your heart rate up and down. So someone being defined as being quote in shape defines how fast when your heart rate goes, uh, goes up or elevates, how fast does that heart rate return to a resting phase? That's what is defined as being in shape. So if you run, if you run, uh, a mile and then you stop you might be breathing hard and your heart rate's racing for multiple minutes whereas someone who's in shape will be doing the same but they're they'll be back to a resting phase and back ready to go in a matter of seconds or minutes whereas opposed to the person who's not in shape so that's how you should measure correct that's and but when you're up when we're up walking around constantly throughout the day we're not running miles on end mm -mm. but nonetheless my heart rate is elevating and then i'm stopping and doing something and then it's elevating so that constant change kind of that that variant in in the heart activity is is important for mm -hmm. from just general health from okay. a cardiovascular standpoint talk about resting heart rates what that what's that number like mine is mine's like 48 i have a very low one but someone else might be 68 yeah Yours mine, maybe mine's 55. right at, mine's right at 61 normally i wear my watch when i sleep and you can get free apps even on like mm -hmm. like through like uh like whatever you know whatever provider you have as far as like where you can download apps through and um it records like your like again like your sleep habits how you sleep what your resting heart rate is and i tracked mm -hmm. it time to time uh time and it's it's mine's in the mid 50s upper 50s when i sleep Probably for the most day, if I'm sitting down, uh, it's probably in the low 60s. But like you said, normal can be anywhere from 60 to 80, 60 to 100. It just depends right. on, on a patient. So, And then you typically walking around average, it's going to go up 30, roughly. Like So if you're resting to 50, it's going to be 80 to 100 sure. throughout the day and so on and so forth. Um, what was I going to say? The I know we keep talking about tracking. Like You don't need a fancy Apple Watch. You don't need a fancy Garmin watch. You can use the cheaper models of the... Uh, what are those ones that the kids have? Like those, uh, I think you can like time to like almost What's like a Fitbit called? kind the of Fitbit. thing. Like yeah. You can get a Fitbit yeah. for relatively expensive. And that'll tell you steps. That'll track things for you. And, you know, know, it's something to, to talk about is we've, I've said this a hundred times to patients. If you, you know, the maximum heart rate for an individual, if you just look at a general standard is, is they say is two the number 220 minus your age. That number is technically your max heart rate. So, that varies completely by person, by mm -hmm. athlete, by everything, but that's just a standard range. So I tell patients, hey, if you want to effectively lose fat and target fat more so, when you get the heart rate up and you have a simple tool like a watch that can look at your heart rate, 
if you can get that 220 minus your age, whatever that number is, multiply that number by 0.8, which is 80% of your heart rate. If you can fly somewhere in that heart uh, that range, you're going to effectively target fat more so than if you just have it mildly elevated. So that's kind of mm-hmm. like a – when you look at your watch, you have a, a helpful tool to try to keep it within that range, if that makes sense. In that range, you're sweating. <laughs> yeah. You're moving. I mean, it's, so it's, that, it's hard. A, and maybe 80% is too high for you, but that's just like what yeah. the numbers would show. Yeah. You are running in that situation. Definitely. So, definitely. Um, okay. Well, I did lie to the audience earlier. I did make a list. Did make a list. Yeah, I just found it. As I peek over your desk, yep, yeah. I see the list. You see yep. the list? <laughs> I think they'll list? forgive you. They're going to forgive you. All right. Well, sleep is on my list, so I got to ax that off. There you go. Well, I think you're up. Let's, let's, uh, what's the next one we got here? Do I what really do you think? have to go? Um, Heart rate. I have the um, eat more vegetables, less meat. That's a big one. Depending, that's average. But now, if you're okay. in, if you're bodybuilding, if you're doing the other thing, this is totally different. And that, you know what? A lot of people are saying, you know, meat, limit meat, eat more vegetables, eat more fruit. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But what, why? What, in your opinion, why do you think that's more beneficial? Like, more specific? I think most of the things we hear, most of the studies we see now show that there is a direct correlation between health and what you're putting in your body. And it's not just calorie in, calorie out anymore. Yeah, so you're not. seeing, um, you know, I th- most recommendations that, that you're seeing now are you know, two thirds vegetables, fruits towards the meat protein. Correct. Whereas we grew up in a environment where it's football, this football, that build strength, build muscle, eat, eat, meat, eat, eat, meat, meat, eat, drink, just, milk, yeah, everything all like this that other yep. stuff. And they're finding that that's not the case anymore. And you can find information like that all over the place. Now you can find videos on Netflix. You can find videos on the internet. I know we're not supposed to believe everything on the internet or Netflix and documentaries, but just look at what do they say now in the the twenty twenty one? Trust the science. Trust the there science. There you go. Trust, Trust the, the science. science, bro. But my so my opinion on this is if we're gonna go from the science standpoint is meat is so all foods either classified as acidic or alkaline mm-hmm. maybe for those of you listening don't know what that means acidic foods are more likely causing an environment in your in your body for disease processes to form to form or grow or inflammation right. yeah cancer formation disease process so meat technically falls towards an acidic base like we don't or that doesn't make sense to an acidic product if you will whereas vegetables so, fall more alkaline correct so correct. Ve- so vegetarians vegans even though I eat meat, mind you, I eat primarily chicken and fish. That's it. But if, mind you, if you eat nothing but vegetables, vegetarians, vegans, technically are healthier people mm-hmm. because they're switching that body to more of an alkaline state, which right. is more beneficial just in the long standing from a cellular process. Yeah, neither one of us are sitting here saying don't eat meat. Yeah, be no. a vegetarian. We're not saying that. We're just saying watch your intake and try to consume. I like to leave it at two thirds versus a third vegetables, fruit versus I like that. a third. That works for me too. And, and, you, to be quite honest with you, I, my wife is every single night, vegetable, starch, meat, vegetable, starch, meat, every single night. Yep. So sick of eating meat every single night. Pork chop, hamburger, steak, pork chop, hamburger, steak, spaghetti, pork chop, hamburger, <laughs> steak, and then taco. I like. I mean, it's it's all good tasting, it's but it's very like, repetitive. And it's all, you know, it is yes. about making the kids happy too. And, you know, I get it, but it's like, oh my gosh, I am so sick. Yeah, it's, it's good to mix it up. Can we just have like really good salad with like this on it? But you know yeah, what? Yeah, People yeah. are like, I'm, you know, I'm going to work out and build muscle and I'm, I have to eat meat. You can get adequate, the same amount of protein eating a plant diet as you can eating meat. You can. Like that's not even my opinion. I mean, you can look it up. Give right? a few you sources can. of good protein. There you go. Like, 
I mean, like, so if you're getting like different legumes, you're getting lots of beans, you're getting different Black types beans. of starches associated with that, provide more nourishment from yep. a carb- carbohydrate standpoint. I mean, there's lots of different things in any vegetable. Now, certain vegetables may have more of, to some degree, like a negative type of calorie where you're only getting what you eat and then you're burning it immediately. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, you're, the only thing you're kind of missing with a meat, with a meat versus a vegetable is what we get into like what we call heme iron, H-E-M-E iron and, or heme protein, which is, um, you need parts of that from a, from a meat type diet. And if not, you'd have mm-hmm. to supplement from a plant diet. That's strictly if you were living just a plant diet and that's it, that's strict vegan. which helps with other, you know, other things from a blood count standpoint. But you know, there's, there's, there's so many soy protein, soy protein is more, it can be or even mm-hmm. plant-based protein can be as effective if you will, as right. you know, like if you're eating just like a carnivore, you're eating nothing but like whey protein, which honestly cuts more inflammatory processes in the gut anyway. Yeah. So I think, you know, as you've the listener can hear see here like we're semi-passionate about that one you know and we're not really pushy about it either but yeah. it's you know we can go on and on with that topic but let's, if you would have asked me 10 years ago i would, I would be it would be different yeah yeah it's it's my my viewpoint has changed based on how right. i feel so right yeah all right move on to a different tip because we can talk about that one all day so, all right so i guess we'll stay towards the diet aspect i'm I, I talked about making sure you have you know appropriate amounts of protein good fats things like this uh pro- maybe if and the next part of it for me is metabolism so a lot of people are so concerned with how many meals a day do you eat? You know, I only eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. You know, for me, you know, right here next to me, I have bags of walnuts that I'll snack on, right? That's boring. It's, it's boring. But you know what it is? It's it's a stimulation to the gastrointestinal system to have some sort of food at that point. It's a snack. So I have smaller meals throughout the day, which is definitely more effective as far as losing weight is concerned as opposed to just right. focusing on the standard that we're all just known as breakfast, lunch, dinner. Do you I think – do you think um, – if we prevent ourselves during the day from getting to the point of like, oh my gosh, I am so starving. And if we prevent that, do you think we consume less calories and become more healthy by eating slowly throughout the day? Do you think, is that the reasoning behind that? Well, it's the same concept as if you have a two people eating the same meal next to each other and one eats it in one minute and the other one takes 10 minutes to eat it. I'm definitely a one minute guy. The, you are a one minute guy, especially with the Chipotle burrito. Yeah, <laughs> but whenever you, whenever they eat it at the different speeds, the one person actually is feels fuller, quote feels fuller, uh, longer than longer. the person who burned through it quicker. So even the speed of eating it. So yeah, if you're talking about if you're eating repetitively throughout the day, I think that you're cha- you are changing up the amount of calories you bring in versus mm-hmm. one on sitting. If you like, you're sitting of, of like eating a Chipotle burrito versus if I eat that Chipotle burrito throughout the day, it may be different, right? I mm-hmm. spread it out, I get more effectiveness out of the calories. So yes, I think that is the train of thought, but right. I, and I definitely think that's the case. So, and then the other thing is like intermittent fasting, right? So I intermittent fasting is a big one. That's what everyone hears about this, and the benefits behind it are, you know, if like for example, my wife had done this and she had done like she didn't eat anything after six p.m. and she didn't eat anything until eleven a.m. the next day, and when you look at that, it may not sound that hard, but when you get to that nine ten o'clock hour the next morning, you're you know you're hungry, you're struggling. But what happens when your body goes into a fasting state is your brain, your pituitary, actually releases more growth hormone. I know that for sure. And more growth hormone is trying to provide nourishment to the muscles that aren't getting it from the food. So more growth hormone increases your metabolism, and it can it can help to burn off fat. And that's where the, the intermittent fasting comes in. Not to mention you train your body to eat only at a certain time. I have a patient who comes in. He intermittent fasts for 24 hours. He only eats for 30 minutes Every day, he's a plumber. He comes in here thirty minutes every day, and that's it. He eats whatever he wants. Now he doesn't eat poorly, but he can eat whatever he wants. And then he doesn't eat anything. He drinks a ton of water throughout the day. And this guy has lost so much weight; it's fantastic. 
So there's different, there's not like a one measure fits all, but there's definitely a, a science behind it. Yeah. And sure. we'll even put a plug in here to one of our friends, uh, Amanda Trust. Remember her from a few Amanda years ago? She, she started a whole company, a whole brand, and it's called Faster Way to Fat Loss. If you're interested, look it up. Uh, you can probably find it on Google, I imagine. Uh, but she's and she has a similar concept, yeah. and she is extremely structured, very well put together. I mean, she kn- she knows what she's doing, um, and and it's the same overall concept, though. It's just kind of like mixture between working out, but then also how to intermittent fast that fits your needs specifically. That's a plug. She owes us money for that. She owes us money. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, we'll she's a smart girl. Uh, yeah. A lot of respect for her. Yeah, we'll chat with her. But my wife does that program. I think there's several people in my family who do that program, and uh, it's definitely making changes for them. Uh, so worth, but it's worth tough to do. It's it tough to do. I mean, the first week or two, you're gonna be struggling. You're gonna you're gonna doubt yourself. You have you stick to it. Your body will adapt. You know your your body will adapt. I mean, like for example, when you cut out sugar, there's microbacteria in your small intestine when that 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 striver that really want sugar. And when you stop when you cut out sugar, they essentially kind of start screaming or kind of crave the sugar. But once you kind of not feed them sugar for a period of time, mm-hmm. to a degree, they kind of die off, which is good. And then they you don't get that you don't get that urge, if you will, to, for that sugar intake because the sugar is pretty addictive in a lot of ways when you yeah. look at it. So, And just to piggyback off of that, what you just said is, you know, my next tip is decrease your soda, decrease your sugar intake, yep. decrease your bread intake. All those things are basically the same thing that you just said, all the, for that reason. Um, you know, I've seen patients just cut out sugars, just cut out sodas in general and drop 25 pounds. Because people read a few a, months. Like, when people read a, uh, a label at the grocery, they say how much fat's in here. Well, that doesn't matter. That means it, nothing. No, I mean I look at look at the sugar intake, and then look at like maybe some carbohydrate intake because that ultimately converts into a, a simple sugar. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a, it's how you read things, and you're right. I mean, cutting out soda alone, people have dropped, you know, waist sizes. I mean, hell, in if office. you've been drinking five sodas a day for twenty years, and you stop, like first you're going to have a caffeine situation, but sure. second. These folks that come in here lose so much weight. It's incredible. And maybe it's not five sodas that you need to cut out all at once. Maybe you just cut out two. Cut maybe down, you're only doing yeah. three now. Like just in, you know, kind yeah. of work your way into it. Yeah, definitely. It's impressive. It's impressive. So that was my tip. But Eva, we've already discussed that. Uh, the, the other one I had down, the, the last one I had down uh, was stop eating out. <laughs> I mean, and that's easy to do, especially with like Uber Eats and oh people ordering food and all that stuff. Yes. Make your own meals. There's, there's just so much healthier. I don't even know how to even get into that, but like I'm sure you can eat out nicely and do a pretty good job, but eat out when that's like your cheat day or like that's your day that you don't have to worry about what you're consuming as much. But like, my goodness, I know people who eat out five, six nights a week. And, and obviously that adds up financially. Um, oh, but the other side is is when we say eat out, and that means uh, opposite of that is you know eat in, make your own food. Well, it doesn't mean go to the frozen food section and just get like a quick thirty second microwave meal. Right. You know, make food. It's not hard to do. You know, it's simple to make some chicken or whatever it is. Make some things from scratch again. Or know? what a lot of people do is they meal prep. So they'll make you know they'll yeah. make a meal and they'll make it eight times and then right. they freeze them off. And that may be some work on a Sunday, but you're gonna thank yourself and later in the week when you right. already have your meal ma- meal made. So. And it's certainly possible because my wife does it every single Sunday, and yeah. I'm I'm there to help. But uh, you know, through the week it's huge too because during the week you know you physically don't have time to make dinner if you have four kids you've had three kids two kids whatever working on taking the practices the sports the school and all the after school activities and all that the pool and everything so it it does uh it's it's huge to have that all done sunday just throw it in the fridge and you know 
ready to go out there in the week. I agree completely. Do you have any more on your list? My, the only other one is, is an obvi- obvious one. I just say, uh, obviously, exercise. And I have here is every anything counts. Anything counts. I mean, people think they need this to run a marathon every day to go get in shape. I mean, if you walk... 0.25 a quarter mile around your block every day that's more that's 0.25 or one quarter mile more than you were doing before and it adds up kind of like what you talked about the soda like it just mm-hmm. it builds up so I, it doesn't matter what it is you could do 20 setups a day that's more than you were doing before any little thing starts when you've done this for a period of time you've established new habits you've established new um like mannerisms in the sense of like hey this is becoming more of second nature for me i'm going to get more out of this and then that's when you kind of gateway into like i think i want to do this exercise now or whatever that may be so i say exercise anything counts just because you have a job that you work in a factory or you're lifting and moving a bunch during the day, in my opinion, that does not quantify as, quote, exercise. Yeah. You have to do things that's more catered to – that's why certain exercises are specific to that body motion or that muscle group as opposed to like, hey, you and I just adjusted a bunch of people. That's my exercise for the day. I understand. I've, I've thought that, and that's easy for me to say, but, but it's reality, right. it's not exercise. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get your heart rate going. Correct. And that gets back to where we talked about getting the heart rate up and down. So. Mm-hmm. That's um, what I got. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like there is hundreds of wellness tips we could give, but you know, in a pinch, we were asked within what three minutes, what are your top things? And those are just the things that came to the top of my head. Sure. I would say they work for me, work for you, and and I'm pretty consistent with guys. a lot of these. But you know, you, no one, no one's perfect. Right. People you see on TV and, and on the front of magazines, no one is perfect at all. It's just you trying to make it more consistent than than not. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if you can do 75% or better, like you're doing pretty good. I mean, no question. So I think that's pretty much it. I mean, that's all the ones that I have. And you know, we we have, we've done it. We've done a lot of shows. Um, We have, we have a presence on, you know, like, you know, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. You just type in Adjust Your Life on our Instagram page. I please get on there. Click like, subscribe, follow on any of those. It helps us tremendously. If you have a friend that has heard this and you think it would be of interest to them or you were listening to it and you think it would help them, forward it on to them. I mean, you never know with one little thing could help change someone's life. If you go into our Instagram, it's just the Adjust Your Life podcast. That's all you have to search. Click like, click watch. It's There's lots of little tidbits. And we've done so many shows about so many different topics. I think mm-hmm. you may surprise yourself and come across a topic that you didn't realize we maybe had covered. So I highly recommend you check that out. So. Yeah, and uh, stay tuned. We'll be we'll be doing these what once a month, every twice a month. So we'll keep doing them. And if you guys have, you know, if you're on the Instagram page, Facebook page, whatever, you have a suggestion, send a message. I yeah. it, I mean, we we absolutely will take that into consideration as yeah. far as maybe another topic for the future. So yeah, that was fun. That was a good one. I well, like that, that one. All right, I think we're good. I think we're done. I'm gonna go chug some water because that's my other health tip, and I need to drink some more water today. So that's so easy though. Yep, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna chug quite a bit because I haven't had any yet today. So. I'm being a bad health tip person. Yeah, you're a bad guy to give advice, I'll tell you that. Got a gallon to get in today. All right. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate the time. Again, check us out on the social media platforms, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. See ya.